0: Welcome to The Future Belongs to Creators. I'm your host, Nathan Berry. I'm the CEO at ConvertKit. And I'm joined by my co host, Barrett Brooks. He's the COO here at ConvertKit. And we're on a mission to help creators earn a living. This show is about turning anxious energy into creative output during times of uncertainty. Welcome to episode 38 of The Future Belongs to Creators. Today, we're going to talk about how to write a standout about page. It's not really about that. It's about how to talk about your business, but we're going to use an about page as an example there. I'm going solo today because my co-host has gone completely off the rails and uh, he's actually more interested in providing an interpretive dance than he is on educating you about your business and success as a creator.
1: You act like those are two different things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just felt like the longer I talked, the funnier it would be as you, you know, and who knows what you would do next. It could have just gotten more ridiculous. You never know. Uh, Keshna is right.
1: I am green. Um, we just wrapped, uh, wrapped our week of planning with the leadership team, um, had some really good conversations, still, uh, you know, always plenty of work to do. But um, also we were just looking at our revenue metrics just before this, and we are one $29 account away from hitting an annual run rate of $22 million a year, which is super exciting. You know, we measure our scale of our business, I think different than most creators, but for us, that's something we pay close attention to. Yeah. The sun is out in Portland. Uh, it's going to be out today and tomorrow. Always enjoy that. And
0: excited for the podcast today. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. You know, we've had a lot of good conversations. I think it just shows how much opportunity is in front of us as a business. And that's, really exciting and getting to this point where we have leverage. Um, We also today in milestones, right? We talk about celebrating milestones. We had an episode about that, that being so important. So this is us celebrating some milestones. We're about to cross that 22 million mark, which is really fun. But we also passed 30,000 paying customers uh, today as well. Uh, What's kind of funny is it sat for a while at 29,999. And we're like, come on, somebody sign up. (laughs) Uh, But that happened. Now we're just waiting for one more person to sign up for the revenue number to to kick over. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very green today. Uh, it's a good day. We're going to get some great stuff done. And, uh, I think I'm also kind of ready to maybe not chill out for the rest of the week,
1: but we've been going pretty hard. Um, I just want to, for, for perspective, 30,000 people who are in our customer base is like filling a basketball arena. It's true. That is fascinating. That's a lot of people. So anyways, that's super exciting. Um, Feel free, if if you're listening live, to share a recent celebration from you in the chat. Maybe we'll give you a little shout out um, sometime during the show. Uh, Today on The Future Belongs to Creators, which is this show, right, here, is is about pages. But really, it's how to talk about your business to your customers and audience, your fans. It's really hard. I don't know about you, but there's this dreaded question anytime you're in person with other people, which is, so what do you do? And if you're like me or you're like a lot of creators, you probably tend to undersell yourself or you downplay what you do, or you don't have um, like a strong pitch for who you are, what your business does, who it's for, and all that kind of good stuff. So I think what we want to get into today is the about page as a medium for communicating about your business. And hopefully what you'll take away from it is overall principles for how to communicate to the people who you're serving, what it is that you do and why they should care.
0: When, one quick thing that we have here on the list is just even a start, right? And About page is living somewhere. It's living on a website. Are websites still necessary? Is that a thing that we do? I don't know. Like, what, what are your thoughts, Barrett?
1: You know, my thoughts have been adapting a lot on this. For, for the longest time, it was like an obvious answer to me. Yes, of course you need a website. That's the hub for everything. You can't not have a website and have an online business, It's interesting. I think it's changing a little bit. I think there are Mm -hmm. a lot of creators out there who they have a platform where they publish or they share their work. And so that might be Spotify or uh, Apple podcasts or, um, YouTube or Instagram. And then they don't have a website actually. And I, I, you know, I think part of what we've been doing at ConvertKit is trying to enable that movement by, by creating landing pages and giving your people a place to go and join your audience and by having an email system where you kind of own the relationship to your audience, so you're not just subject to algorithms, I think there's a strong case to be made that maybe you don't need a website today.
0: Well, So I, th- I think our perspective on it is that you absolutely 100% need a hub and yes. you need some way that you explain your business and you link off to everything that you're doing, where you're creating content and people can follow you. Whether that is a website in the traditional sense or not really depends on you know, your individual needs. And I think for most creators, we would say it doesn't have to be a website. If you want it to be a website down the road, that's great. But we're building a lot of that philosophy into uh, landing pages for ConvertKit. We, you know, we're working on things to be able to pull in uh, like your Instagram feed and some of this other stuff. It's, it's where we're headed. So you can just have, this is my home online and it links off to um, other things that I do. But on that home, it's still really important to talk about yourself in a certain way, right? I come across your Instagram post. I click through, who even is this person? What are they about? What do they value? Well, you need some way to to, to describe that. And uh, your Instagram bio or your YouTube bio is not that place. Yeah. And so I think that's where, whether it's a landing page, a
1: website, or it's just in conversation, what we want to capture here is we want to help you understand what your audience needs to know about you to figure out whether they care to stay in touch or whether they care to follow your content on an ongoing basis. A fun fact forever, as long as websites have existed pretty much, especially for individual creators on almost every one of them, the two most visited pages are the homepage and the about page. The about page is the second most visited page on many websites. And, um, in some cases, People will just land on an article or a blog post or a, a podcast or a YouTube video of yours and then immediately click over to the about page to learn, okay, that was an okay piece of content or that was a really great piece of content. Now, let me see if I like this person and I, I trust them enough to continue following them. And that's why people end up on an about page. That's the same thing that would be true if they watched a YouTube video on your YouTube channel and then wanted to learn more about Mm -hmm. you and click through a link in your profile. They're looking for the same thing. Who is this person? What is my relationship to them? Do we share a belief system and all of that? So that's the goal of the about page. Give the audience member a fan of yours or a potential fan of yours an overview of how you can serve them and why they should trust you.
0: Yep, and that's so good. So many people starting about page on, uh, like, this is about me. This is where I grew up. This is what I care about. And it's like, okay, we want that information, but we want it from a totally different perspective. We want it from the, how can I serve you, right? This is what I offer. This is what I help people with. This is what I'm talking about on the blog. Not just from a topic perspective, but these are the outcomes I'm helping my readers uh, create, my, my fans. And the reason that you should trust me is here's my story. And you're w- working in the parts of the story to back that up, right? Because we all know, we've all come across the example of someone who's like, let me teach you how to do this. And you like dig in and you're like, have you ever done that thing? Like, are you, <laughs> are you just teaching me how to get rich on the internet? And your only example is from this thing that you're selling right now to teach me how to get, you know, like we've all been there where we question, I don't know if this person has the expertise that I should trust them. And so you start with the value and then you use your story to work in, you know, why you're a good source for this information and for this outcome.
1: Yeah, I love that. You know, growing up, my uh, my mom would always tell me, mom always said, uh, whenever you read an article online, whether it's a, a political article, an economic article, a cultural piece on what's going on in the fabric of society Read the bio of the author so that you know what their perspective is and how they're bringing that to the material. It's the same thing. That's exactly, people should be questioning whether they should be learning from you. That is a valid and good thing. Unfortunately, there's not enough people, I think, who question that, but you want to encourage that. And I think the most effective about pages, the most effective stories about you and your business weave why they should care with your story. And it almost becomes one thing. It's not separate things. It's both at the same time. You know, forever, there was this format of an about page that was like, as a whatever- Would describe your audience. Have you ever experienced bullet one, bullet two, bullet three? (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm, I'm like doing my Derek Halpern voice because that's who I always picture talking about an about page. I'm here to tell you that you are not alone and I can give you everything you need in order for you to make a living from something you love. Okay, now let's go.
0: Or whatever. (laughs) That was like, (laughs) to be clear, Derek Halperin is a good friend of ours. uh, (laughs) He would love this more than anyone. (laughs)
1: Uh, You know, there was this classic format for so, so many years. And I think it got overplayed. That's the thing is when someone unlocks a format that works and then teaches it, it can become formulaic where people are like, oh God, it's one of those people. And so what we're trying to find is, There was a formula there that worked and there was a reason for it. And I wanna get into some of that. Why did that format work? But then I wanna talk a little bit about how you can modify it or modernize it so that it doesn't just look like you took a template and applied it to your story. Mm -hmm. So let's walk through kind of some of the elements of why that worked um, to start with. Uh, The first thing was, if you're this kind of person, that is so effective because immediately you're saying to, to the reader, to the viewer, to the listener, if you're a person like this, and if they are, they're saying, "Well, yeah, okay, what?" So that's very effective. You're you're pulling an identity card right up front. Mm-hmm. If you and me have this thing in common, you're gonna, or you might have experienced, and then the bulleted list is showing that you understand them. That because either you've gone through it or you've worked with enough people like them or you identify in the same way that they do. You're able to actually list three of the most common experiences, four of the most common experiences, good or bad, that they might have had in their lives. Now, you'll notice a lot of them are often negatively framed because that's a really effective way to trigger this thing in our brains. That's like that fear response of, oh, yeah, God, I have experienced that where I've been fired from my job before. Oh, And then so you're kind of hooking them in with that, like, oh, I better keep reading, which is a little bit of it's a little bit shady in terms of tactic, but it works because you're you're leveling with them immediately. You and me, we're the same type of person and we've been through the same types of struggles. And so you're calling out a problem that you can solve for them. So let's right. unpack that for a minute. Identity and
0: problem, because I, I think those are two really effective communication tools. Well, the first thing that I add just really quick is whenever you're writing copy or you're talking to your audience or any of those things, add more identity, both your own identity and perspective, but phrase things in terms of, like the identity of the kind of person who would do this. What's Seth Godin's thing, he always says, people like us. Do things like this. Yeah, right. That's an identity statement. That's not saying I'm doing this because I should do it. I create consistently because I want to. It's I am a creator. This is what we do, you know? And so the more you can work in identity statements into anything that you're writing um, or identity, it's not even statements, identity feelings of like, oh, oh, that calls me towards who I want to be or that makes me feel seen with what I'm struggling with or any of those things, then you're gonna have much more impactful copy. Yeah, and, and I think people are starting to want that. They want
1: more transparency built in. They don't just want you to peg them. They wanna know if you're the same way. And so a, one way to modernize this kind of introduction, which says we have a shared identity and we have shared experiences is to do it through your story. And so let's say that like you and I were gonna do a blog And it's going to be for other software executives or software leaders. And we say, as like the intro to the about pages, as a software executive or founder, every day, it's easy to question yourself and your leadership. Mm -hmm. You might go through days where you have no idea if you're making the right decisions. uh, You don't know if you've made the right hires and you have no idea if your vision is compelling enough for people to rally behind you. At least if you're like us, that might be true. That's really rough. That's not how I would phrase it, but it starts to share
0: your perspective that they might identify with. I think of that statement, right? Of maybe it's, you're talking about the emotional roller coaster of the creator journey. And so you're saying like, as a creator, you feel these things. And then you put in a little bit of a, trying to think like a credibility statement. So you could say like, I've sold over a million dollars of digital products and I still feel that every week, right? So we- we went from, it's about you as the reader. And then I, I worked in a bit of validation. Like, here's why you should trust me. And, you know, I've achieved things on, on these, these levels, you know, even now that I earn a full-time living as a creator. And then you went back to like trying it. I am like you, I still feel this thing. I am human. I'm not the guru up on the mountain telling you like, do it like this. Your life will be perfect. Instead. It's like, Hey, we're in this journey together.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that can really hook people in. And so really what you're trying to build with any kind of introductory copy on a page like this, or in a conversation, even I always love the format in a, like in response to what do you do of, well, have you ever had this experience? Like, um, Mm -hmm. are you a founder? Okay. So you're a founder. So have you ever had an experience where like you're leading a team meeting and right in the middle of you talking, you see people zoning out and you're realizing, Oh my God, I don't know if I'm an effective communicator, right? They're like, Oh yeah, I've definitely had that experience. And I hate that. <laughs> I experience. had that yesterday. <laughs> you know, you're, instead of saying I'm the COO of ConvertKit or I'm the creator of fly fishing blog, or I'm the creator of this education blog. Now you're relating to them already. And they say, yes, I've experienced that. And you can say, well, my website and my blog, my essay, I write essays for other leaders of software companies telling relatable stories like that and how I've gone about growing as a leader to solve them. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, okay, cool. I get that. Like, yeah, I struggle as a leader. You struggle as a leader and you're just sharing what you learn along the way. I could follow along with that. So you've got the credibility right up front. And and I like your point of that little social element of Mm -hmm. for us, you know, if we could say, well, we've grown ConvertKit to over $20 million in annual revenue it's a little bit braggy, but that's what, that's who people want to learn from. They want to learn from people right. who have done it. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to find whatever credibility statement, you know, I've been in the industry for 15 plus years and I still, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. So we've got identity, um, shared experience and uh, credibility statement as essential elements right up front. So we're only like maybe a paragraph in though. I think that typically what you see is a little bit of a longer about page. So I don't know, where would you kind of take it from there?
0: I think you can you can definitely follow that through on what types of content. You know, I would actually roll it into more of a detailed list of like this is what you'll learn, of like right. I've hooked you, and then going to this is what you'll learn, and then from the, from what you'll learn, I would get into more of my story. I think. Now I'm also kind of curious. Um, I don't I don't know if we want to do this. We have some about pages. I'm curious if uh, like <laughs> you know I wrote my about page a couple of years ago. Is it like, is mine any good? Is yours any good? Let's do this. It, <laughs> I like it. We did not plan this, but we're going to, you know, read it and let's, uh, let's do a little analysis here. Okay. So mine starts off about me. I will just say, this is not a good headline. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just call that out from the beginning. Okay. I say, Hey there, my name is Nathan and I like to build audiences and companies right now. 110% of my time is focused on building ConvertKit. An email marketing company for creators, ConvertKit powers, blah, blah, blah. Um, Okay. My thoughts on this right away. I'd love, I'd love your thoughts as well. Later on, I start to get into some things that could be about the reader, but nothing about this is about the reader. Now, as I'm remembering it, I remember the problem that I'm trying to solve, right? This line right now, 110% of my time is focused on building ConvertKit. You would not believe how many times over the years people would be like, so uh, what are you working on? I'm like, well, ConvertKit. And they're like, cool. Um, Anything else? I think because they're so used to creators having, you know, four or five things, right? We're serial entrepreneurs, we're writing a book, we're doing all this stuff. And so they're like, yeah, that's a thing. And I was so frustrated with that, that I was like, I'm like, this is what I do. This is my job. This is my company. Stop like downplaying it because I only work on one thing. And so I fell into the trap. Well, one, just making it about me and making it about like an email that I want to stop getting a comment that I want to stop getting and not be about the reader at all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting. And and what it also
1: does is if someone goes to your blog or your YouTube channel and like, why isn't Nathan written in forever? Is he just falling off the face of the earth? And they click through and they're on your about page. You've given them this quick intro because your, your purpose of this site right now is actually kind of to be an archive for your work and an outlet. When you have a new thought, it's not build an audience, earn a living from it right now. And so you're just saying that upfront, setting expectations kind of, it's almost like a precursor
0: It's like, here's a little intro. (laughs) If you want to keep reading, keep reading. Yep. And then I do get into like, this is a following up is very much a credibility statement. ConvertKit powers the audiences for creators like Gretchen Rubin, Chris Gilbo, Pat Flynn, Tim Ferriss, carrie Ann Moss, and Tim McGraw. Like that's, that's a hundred percent a credibility statement. Now, what's interesting is it's not a credibility statement that leads into anything actually. Um, So I would argue that in this moment, it's kind of an, unnecessary credibility statement, except that it defines creators, Mm -hmm. which is the other helpful thing. Like what is a creator? Now, as we roll in a little bit more, I think that actually what I start to get into as a story of like my mission is to help creators earn living. Growing up without money, I've seen the impact. This is getting into some of the things that we've talked about of relatable content where someone's like, okay, all right, I can understand what this is about. I feel like, you know, now I'd rewrite this because I want to do a better job of saying my mission is to help people, creators that are living, here is a little bit of my journey. Here's how I can help you. And I think it's kind of missing the here's how I can help you. And this is a perfect example of how easy it is to
1: invert the purpose of this page, right? You're writing it from the perspective of this is me and I want to help you relate to me, right? And I think that's really effective. It gives people a real view of who you are and why you're doing what you're doing And for an astute reader, that might be all they need, you know, but for someone really trying to gauge, is this a person I want to actively follow so that I can learn from them? This might not be enough. It might be, but it might not be because you haven't specifically called out, you know, the whole what's in it for me thing, uh, for your audience. Yep. For sure.
0: Now there's other elements that go, go down. I'm calling out details on ConvertKit, um, when it started, right. We're getting into some timeline things of just like uh, the about page being a hub for projects. And I think that's an important thing. So I would still keep the structure of like a good lead in. And then later on, like timeline hub, you know, if someone clicks, clicks through from Twitter, they can start to find out what, what I'm about other details. I should probably update some of these numbers, you know, but I've got more of that hub of going into the vlog and the YouTube channel, um, talking about investments, you know, but so the rest of this is fine. I think, there's not too much more that I would change. I would really focus if I was updating this page on making all of this be about like the whole intro be about tying my story in with the journey and, and, uh, all of that, that the creator is going on. Yeah. I really like that section at the
1: bottom, giving people an immediate next step because sometimes on an about page, and, and this will be a critique of mine here in just a second. If you don't make it clear what to do next, they're going to leave. They read about you. Okay, maybe I'll come back. And you got to give them like, okay, so go dig in over here, or else they're gone. Right. Okay. Here, let's read a little bit of mine here, Um,
0: because you you've got some of these elements that you're talking about. Yeah, I'm actually as I read it, I was like, oh, it's not bad. (laughs)
1: Um, I haven't looked at it in a while. Uh, Okay, so you know, I've just got about. I think I could do a better job of titling the page and then changing the menu to be a different title so that it looks over.
0: That's a really good point. So often. Like we map the menu to the page title and they don't need to correlate. Like right. they, they should not be the same.
1: Yeah. About is what people want. And then this page could be, I help X do Y. That would be mm-hmm. way more effective. Okay. So I've structured this as kind of a letter to my reader. Uh, I find that to be a really effective way for me to communicate and get in the headspace of this is for them, not for me. So it says, Hey there. If you watch too much news or spend too much time in the dark depths of the internet, you might start to believe that the world is a cold place where evil triumphs over good, that we're constantly in danger of being attacked by some dangerous other. There are many ways to respond to a feeling like this. You might emotionally withdraw from thinking too much about the issues that matter. You might become angry and point figures at the other side. Or you might even decide that life is just the process of occupying our time as we, as we slowly march towards the inevitable end. Or you could lean into the feeling of discomfort. You could explore the questions. You could acknowledge the ways in which we have power to control the narrative. In a word, you could choose to lead, to care, to rally the people in your community to do the same, even when they don't agree with you on every issue. I write for the people who choose the latter path. Hopefully that's you. So I have taken some of these elements of structure of kind of like painting a picture of the enemy. You know, this, it's almost like cable news is the enemy that I'm imagining here. Cable news is the bad guy. It paints this picture of the world that can make you really sad. Sometimes I get really sad. I didn't say that part because I really kept it about them. And one way is to just become completely uh, hedonistic, to just ignore everything and do whatever you want. Another way is to give up. Or another response is really to lean into it and like pursue it and be someone that's a beacon of light, basically. And so... I'm painting this picture of like there's this bad, myopic way to view the world, but we're not like that. You're not like that. You're one of these people who takes the better path. I have no idea how well that's working. Uh, but it's authentically what I'm trying to communicate mm-hmm. to people. Um I don't know if I'm gonna read the rest of this, but it, the second half is just kind of basically like, hey, I write. Well, I'll read this next paragraph. I write about the ways in which we as individuals can make a positive impact in the world. I do this through daily short form writing and occasional long form essays that combine personal observations, research and storytelling. And so I kind of get into practically what does this look like? What are you going to get from me? It's a lie right now because I'm not writing that much. And then I talk about how they will benefit from it. So k- skipping a paragraph, I say, in reading my writing, I hope you'll become more empowered emboldened, and determined to practice courage- courageous leadership in your day-to-day life. And so I'm not trying to make money from this site right now. I'd love an, aud- an audience of people who are courageous leaders or view themselves that way, or they want to be. And I want to talk tackle some topics of uh, running companies and founding organizations and things like that. And so that's what I'm trying to communicate. I think I'm doing an okay job of it. Now, where I'm failing is there is no clear next step. It's just a letter to the reader. And I guarantee if I looked at my analytics, what most people are doing is they're reading it. They're like, oh, that's nice. It's not clear in terms of call to action. And it's not clear in terms of next step. And I, I think I could improve that there.
0: Yeah. So it's interesting how each of our about pages like pull to our own strengths, which no surprise, that's the position that, you know, for everyone who's listening, you're going to fall in as well. I'm a designer. So the words are less important, you know, as, or they're less of a default for me. And I'm like, yes, but does it lay out all my work in just the right way? And you're like, screw the layout. Does it say the right thing? And so the, like what we want is somewhere in the middle there, right? So, um, some changes, some unsolicited feedback that I would have on your page is I would change a little bit of the letter format, right? From the copywriting perspective, there's some things that you've nailed of like what's a headlines job to get you to read the next word, you know, like every sentence's job is to get you to read the next thing. And the writing style has that really well, but I think the lack of a headline to draw you in. So I would just make that first sentence, uh, the headline, or, you know, they always do that on articles where it's like nice and big to start and hook you and the lead in or whatever. So I would do that. And then I would just work in a little more emphasis and a little bit of design to like have variation as you read through the page. And then like you said, to conclude it, be like, subscribe, you know, and like have that right right there where it's very clear what the next step is. Yeah, If you're a a person like me who views the world in this way, this is your home, this is your community and uh, put in your email address.
1: And I think even better, and this is kind of what I've been like sort of working towards on the side would be, download this thing, Hmm. That is the thesis for people like us on how we can act in the world or how we can lead better or how we can build good companies or whatever it might be. And I I think that could be really effective. Subscribe here, get the introduction to how to live like this, basically.
0: Yeah, that's good. We've covered a lot. We've also done uh, some impromptu website teardowns. It would be really fun on a future episode. We'll schedule this to do a series of website and about page teardowns. So if you want to do that, shoot me an email, Nathan at convertkit.com. We'll do an episode next week. If we get enough of these coming in, we'll, we'll run through four or five and give specific feedback and try to implement this. Cause I think what you'll find is, uh, it makes a a big difference. So just send like a subject line about page teardown to Nathan at convertkit.com. I'll, get you on the list. We'll review them in advance and then we'll uh, dive through and handle four or five uh, live on an episode. I love it. That'd
1: be a ton of fun. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Creator of the day.
0: <laughs> I'd rate that like a seven or eight out of 10.
1: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh Sorry. I'm, I'm first. <laughs> My creator of the day is a, a person named Dave Bruns. Uh, Dave runs, this is a one kind of for nerds. Uh, so I apologize. ExcelJet.net is a site for Excel nerds. If you use Excel in your day-to-day job, I use a lot of Excel in my day-to-day job and operations and finance and all of that. And it's an incredible tool, uh, and building a a really nicely designed and well-functioning Excel spreadsheet has got to be one of the most satisfying things in my work. Um, anyways, Dave creates really, really detailed step-by-step instructions to achieve varying goals in Excel. He has got everything from functions and formula breakdowns, like in little minute details, to wider, like, I want to do this thing in Excel. I think he's just awesome. He, he knows how to break down Excel into bite-sized chunks so that you can make progress there. So I'm a big fan of Dave's.
0: Love that. Um, okay. My creator of the day is Drew Holcomb. Um, he is a musician. Uh, I've been listening to his stuff a bunch lately, really, really fun. You can check him out. The reason in particular that I want to talk about him today is that we've been doing these things called creator sessions where, you know, when everyone's stuck at home, we're trying to bring this great content to you. We've done, uh, you know, cook a dinner with one of our food blogger customers. We've done a lunchtime workout. We've done sound bath experience, which is kind of wild. I've never, never done that before. That was really cool. And tomorrow uh, we have Drew and his wife, Ellie coming on live at noon, uh, noon mountain time, 2 PM Eastern to do a creator session. So it's going to be the two of them doing a concert uh, from their home and then diving into their creative process and just spending an hour with all of us creators and like showing uh, behind the scenes, look into their process. So I'll drop the link to that. It'll uh, premiere on our YouTube channel. And so you can check that out. Um, I think it's going to be pretty great. We have a big vision for where we're going with these creator sessions. And uh, we're really excited to have Drew and his wife, Ellie, uh, share some great stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty pumped about creator sessions. I think it's it's really a special way to to highlight the work of creators we admire. It's like a blown up version of creator of the day, celebrating creators. So I hope y'all will check that out. My resource of the day is uh, I am a creator. So that is a a series that we do. Um, It's very driven on storytelling, capturing the emotional journey of becoming a creator and earning a full-time living at it. Uh, We've already done a lot of written stories and video stories. And because we couldn't keep filming, with the pandemic, the way that it is, we decided to transition that to start creating audio versions of each story. So Issa Adney, who is our creator storyteller on the team, she has started recording uh, audio versions. They're only about 12 to 18 minutes. So they're really approachable. She's got a great reading voice and she's sharing those stories that she's been telling in writing and video now in audio form in a uh, podcast. So if you go to the Apple podcast app and search, I am a creator, uh, you should Find it. Issa's face is right on the cover. Um, it's from Convert Kit. And uh, we hope you really enjoy them. We hope they're just little in- inspirational stories to keep you going. That sounds good.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with that and the creator sessions as a resource as well.
1: Love it. Okay, y'all. Uh let's see. My thought of the day is an about page or a landing page is a really great opportunity to tell your story in an effective way, to reel people in and gain them as a member of your audience over a long period of time. Um, Really put some effort into it. And if you want some help, send an email to Nathan and uh, we'll do a little teardown next week from a place of love and caring, and hopefully we'll help you make it better.
0: We will see you tomorrow. All right. See y'all later. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Future Belongs to Creators. If you didn't pick it up from the show, we make a tool called ConvertKit, where we're on a mission to help creators earn a living by building software that helps you build an audience of loyal fans. you want to give ConvertKit a try, you can go to landingpage.new to launch your next creative project. You'll be able to build a landing page and send emails for up to 500 subscribers totally for free. So again, that's landingpage.new. You can get started with your free ConvertKit account today.